Spread your jams and drizzle your syrups. Why is it so sticky? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Friday, yoo-hoo! Uh, thank you for joining I'm us. Here. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Uh, throwing some stones up at the bedroom window Friday. Hello, I'm here. Oh, man, sometimes you just really want Friday to let you in. I tell you what, and, uh, when, when that window opens and that Rapunzel hair comes down and you can climb into Friday's bedroom, <laughs> it is a certain kind of feeling. So I hope you're feeling it. I mean, you may not be listening to us on a Friday. That such is the nature of podcasts. But no matter what's going on, we hope you are well. We hope you are better than us because Matt O'Kine... We've been stooged. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and I laugh, but I'm not happy about this. So um, we've got a heat on the show. We're going to be chatting to Tom Tilly a bit later on. We've got a, we've got a doctor dad who is uh, building an incredible sculpture, making people laugh right around Queensland. Three million views his sculpture's got in the matter of days. So that was a, a big one from this week. You might have seen it, but the big news, we're going to get straight off the back. Um, our last show of May is going to be an interesting one. There could be some fireworks later on, Madokai. That's all I'll yeah, say. Yeah, let's but... just say there's a little bit of sour <laughs> milk in the coffee this morning. <laughs> we'll tell you all about it in a moment. It's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Hello. Yes, Matt O'Kine, as as we speak, it is our final all-day breakfast for the month, the month of May, all over. Uh, we started this new project. We're loving it. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute joy to be broadcasting with you. And four weeks has done been done pretty quick, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, getting all your texts, messages, uh, pictures on Instagram, it's awesome. Thank you as well to our incredible production team uh, helping us out. Sam Cav uh, on the mic as well. Hello, Sam. G'day, guys. Producer Bron. Hey. Hello. Um, because you might be thinking, you know, Matt and I, they're, they're talented guys. They can put this whole production together themselves from the comfort of their own home. They make it look effortless. Not true. Not true. We are chumps. <laughs> who could not do it without the other two people on the microphone. So thank you very much, guys, because we hadn't worked together before this and it's it's been a cool month. Any highlights? Um, yeah, my highlight was when we were talking to that, we were talking to Kynan from Davenport. <laughs> and uh, uh, yes. I don't know if you've got the audio, Alex, but when... when <laughs> I'm sure I could uh, wrestle it up. <laughs> when when uh, he was talking about some gossip in his town <laughs> and Matt asked him, he said, what's the, what's the tea? What's the tea from Davenport? <laughs> And, and, <laughs> and then kind of goes, what's what do you put it tea, down to? Mate? What's the tea? The, what's the tea? <laughs> no, what's, what's the tea? Sorry, it's a, it's a cool oh, neck slang. Oh, okay. I still <laughs> don't a... get what you mean. What's the tea? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I laughed at that for about a week. You were still laughing the I next was. day when we saw each other. What about am. yourself, Bron? I mean, you've been made an appearance in... Um, Clickfish, uh, bringing us all the news that we're too scared to click on. But uh, as far as highlights go, what can you say? I, I really enjoyed the chat with the pee your pants challenge guy, but nothing, <laughs> nothing I mean, made that was me... A, that was a, a career highlight <laughs> for me, to be honest. Nothing made me laugh harder than, than Matt finding out you couldn't buy land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed <laughs> way too hard. That um, was, I mean, you well, can, but it's just not allowed. You're all allowed right, to be scammed all right, by it. Guys, I think the quote let's was not, it's let's not legit. Not, <laughs> let's not focus on the past. Let's focus on the now, guys. Mm. Let's cut mm-hmm. the crap. 
All what? right, we, we, we're here today as a team to talk about something that was quite disturbing. Sam Cav, you start of our team meeting this morning. Suddenly, mm. you brought. You said, "I got, I got good news. I got bad news." <laughs> what, hit, yeah. what did you hit us with? After after really enjoying a caller that that went to air on Wednesday, mm. um, so much so that we then replayed it and mm. turned it into its own talk topic about um, being lost and found. Um, some news has come in that that caller was indeed a fake. We've received some inside intel that a call that you have heard recently, uh, very miraculous, um, was faked. Now, $20, $20 note. Yeah, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, Donald Trump has been touting it for many years mm. that the fake news is out there. <laughs> Never did we think um, that we'd inadvertently become suppliers of fake news. I mean, the checks and balances, I see you guys every day um, going through every story, fact-checking, citations, you're down the bottom of the Wikipedia, you're looking at everything, okay, to make sure. Uh, but as we found from yesterday, Matt O'Kine, from your Wikipedia dive into my girlfriend's uh, one, we are now listed as a source of news, so we can't be having this. Yeah, this Our is credibility true. is on the line here. If you missed it, it we discussed, um, I, was, I can't remember, what was his name again? Sam, his name was Sam. That's right from uh, from Mount Gambier. He said uh, he. Oh, have you got a clip? He said this. All right. A while ago, it's for my 16th birthday. Actually, my uh, uncle Craig, obviously a bit of a last minute present. He um just wrote a little note on a twenty dollar note for me, and gave me that one. That's a uh, classic Uncle Craig. And um, being sixteen, I was going to try and hold on to it, but obviously not real. Don't have a heap of cash to my name, so a couple of weeks went past and I spent it on something. <laughs> I, I can see I can see that happening. Six years later, just before a game of cricket, I was grabbing myself a footlong subway. And uh, yeah, got it in the change. It had the exact same note on it, I thought. Are you kidding no. me? Are you serious? Six years down the track. Yeah, Sam, six years? It. Paying for your sub with a 50, I would assume, there. Yeah, a bit of a big roller now. Not <laughs> oh, wow. Well, <laughs> mate. Oh, that gets me so mad, Alex Dyson. And you heard us there do our checks and balances. I asked him if he was serious. You were, you were wondering, said, are you, you were checking what note he paid with. I mean, you, you were laying in I was, some little... I was checking his story, <laughs> but now everything's up in the air. Does he even have an Uncle Craig? You know, because we have received intel that that story was baloney. Bron, what happened? So we got a message from someone called Zach, and he, he messaged in to say that Sam, who who claimed the $20 note story, that he has been upping himself in the group chat trying to say, oh, I can't believe they bought it. Oh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> he messaged oh, in before he even did it. All right. Now, Matt, it's okay, mate. It's all right because... Okay. Look, look. You know, oh, we can, we can get Where mad. We can get Where? mad, all right? Where we can get mad, but we can also get even. And I think... That old Sammy, because we've got respect for you as a listener right now, and we want our talkback to be 100% certified, both ridiculous and real, okay? We don't want any fakes coming through the net. And so as a bit of a warning to anyone else thinking of trying something like this, uh, later in the show, we are going to call back Sam from Mount Gambia. We're going to do it under the guise that we're going to give him a prize for being a <laughs> caller of the month because we are here at the end of our first month. I think it makes sense. Our backstory works. And then we're going to hit him with the wet squid of reality, <laughs> as my dad would say. <laughs> and just knock him back down to earth. All right. Oh, 
Now we've come yeah. up. I mean, the audio producers are involved. Yep. And uh, you just stay tuned for today's all day breakfast because later in the show, Sam from Mount Gambia is about to get his comeuppance. All right. <laughs> you gotta laugh because if you don't, I'll I'll cry. Honestly, the thought of having him just popping off oh. some some laugh crying emojis, and oh, uh, to man. our expense in the group chat, a couple of gifts. Couple, yeah. of, couple of little gullible trying to, gifts. Trying to play me like a fool. No, nah, it's not going to happen, Sam. <laughs> oh, and no. Bron, the producer, you've been in charge of uh, of setting the trap uh, <laughs> for Sam from Mount Gambia, who does believe what? What did you tell him on the phone when you called him pre-show? So I called him up and I just said, hey, we're getting our best caller of the month. We loved your story. We'd love to get you on this afternoon. Are you free? And he was wrapped to be back on. <laughs> oh, I bet he was. I'm looking at his Instagram now. We should have we should have known not to trust someone with the tag at Well, let's not send the dogs onto him just yet. Please, <laughs> wait, back, 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 dog. don't. Don't troll him because we want to be above that. We want to be above no, that. No, yeah, no, no. This is not. This is not to troll. In fact, maybe we you... should bleep what uh, Matto just yes, said. Yes, <laughs> that's a good idea. Just giving people the name of people we don't like uh, <laughs> messing with us, and so no, anyway, it's, this is not a. This is not a forever dislike. This is just a little, uh, you know, just a don't a don't mess with. In fact, you know, my old, I had my 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 tag at school was DFW. Don't f with. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I think I know why you should have known not to trust Sam's handle when you got that. All right, anyway, so you've set the trap. Sam's coming on the show later on under the guise that he's one caller of the month. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see uh, what happens when we get him on because he seems very proud of his antics. Mm-mm-mm. But also, we've also got some other non-vindictive oh, yes, content. Heaps of stuff. <laughs> we got a, we got a great, 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 great uh, story coming up next. Dr. Dad from Brisbane who's done something to really cheer everyone up. So let's get into it. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, Australia is synonymous for big things. You know, you got your big banana, big pineapple, your big prawn. I think in Warnable they even tried to build big milkshake. It was just a wheelie bin, I think, with a, uh, <laughs> a fake straw. <laughs> there's a, there's been a big goon bag the as well. The big cask wine yep. has been uh, up and about. The big spotted. potato. But the, the, most of these things are stationary. Okay, you go to a town to see the big items. Never before has Australia seen something so big driving around the streets making this noise. Imagine that sound coming out of an eight-metre-tall kookaburra, which was driving around the Brisbane streets this week. Much to people's surprise, the person responsible is Dr. Favardin Deliri, who uh, created it for a festival that was going on in Townsville, and we've actually got him on the phone right now. Dr. Deliri, hello. Hello. How are you, mate? It's so good. Yeah, we're great, and we're so uh, excited to see your big isolation project has now finally eventuated uh, a giant kookaburra. Can you tell us where this huge bird, uh, where, where did this all start, this project? Yeah, this start initially uh, was based on the idea of Townsville Culture Fest Carnival show that we have every year. We had last year a, a koala. And then the year before, we had the Slim Dusty. Before that, we had Jonathan Thurston. 
So we have got quite <laughs> Giant few Thursday. All right. monuments. If you check out our website, Townsville uh, Cultural Fest and our Townsville Intercultural Centre, or even by my own name, you see that there are quite a few of them. If we're talking cultural items in Townsville, uh, the big kookaburra and the big JT, I think there's no, <laughs> nothing better than that one. That is huge stuff. Um, and well, literally huge stuff. This was eight and a half metres tall along no, going through the streets yeah. of Brisbane. So did you just go for a little uh, joyride with it on the back of the trailer? Not really, mate. You know, it is, first of all, it's only four and a half meters height. As that's a maximum, basically, transport oh, specification. Only it's four a, and a half it is, it's meters eight high, point, sure. It's close to nine meters t- uh, long from the tail to beak. Oh, okay, then. Okay. That's right. what I'm so, getting confused with there. That, you know, and how much does it weigh? To, it weighs around under a ton. You know, it's about 750 kilo, give or take. And Ooh. it is holographic. It's very empty inside. Okay. Uh, literally... You can actually, from where it lays egg, there's a big manhole. You can just jump up and actually sit inside, and it's having a big party. So it's if awesome. you need, <laughs> need to invade uh, the Greeks, you'll be able to uh, jump inside <laughs> exactly. the kookaburra. Just yeah. jump inside it's, the cloaca. Exactly. Anyway, this was to be done during Christmas. I couldn't finish it. There was no idea of laughing at all about it because it's very difficult, complex. When the lockdown t- took place, idea came about that, look, if it's going to be post-COVID-19, it better start la- making people laugh because people have whatever <laughs> reason to not laugh these days. Yeah. yeah. So they need something to basically crack a good laughter. And the, this one, this kookaburra is the best for them. So then I started designing the mechanics of movement of the beak and the movement of the sounds effect, everything else. And the paintwork was very hard to, to do it, to make it look like a real bird because you can't just fiberglass these things they just become a fiberglass blob. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you've, you've got standards when it comes to your large sculptures, yeah. I would say, Dr. Delirio. And people have saw it because it's actually gone viral. Your your daughter, I believe, Rafan, tweeted it. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at this, twenty over 28,000 retweets, uh, which is quite incredible, um, of this kookaburra going through the streets. But what about actual reactions from people who saw you live? Could you uh, oh tell, God, tell yeah. me what people yeah, were yeah. doing? So, Basically, this was supposed to come out of the backyard because my wife was whinging. They're looking, you know, yeah, I've been working here two months making a mess. <laughs> now you have got to clean up. We said, okay, we'll take it out to the front yard and then clean it up. So by this time, my son-in-law came in and we gave a hand. We moved it around and we said, okay, we hook it up to my youth so that we test and try the laughing mechanism and the handling, the balancing. We just go slowly around the block and come back. That was it. Oh, wow. A couple of shots. And then people, neighbors, all standing by. Kids coming past their boy. They want to basically have a go at it. And then (laughs) the clip that we put on reached to the million. And my daughter's tweet got to close to three million now. In the morning, I get called from Courier Mail, ABC, Channel 9, Channel 7. Look, you know, I'm not <laughs> now, Alex, all day breakfast. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Who's laughing now? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, hey, uh, Dr. Deliri, I've got a, uh, I've got a, you know, Australian wildlife life book that I've been reading to my, my one-year-old daughter, and uh, it's got a picture of a kookaburra. So I've been making the kookaburra laugh. Um, but I, I think I'm going to ask everyone here right now, you too, Alex, mm-hmm. uh, give us your best kookaburra <laughs> impersonation. Okay, I'm going to go I'm going to go first. This is what I say to my daughter what the sound of a kookaburra I'll is. Okay, this is. I'll go last. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. <clears throat> 
That's All right. certainly more terrifying than, than hilarious. <laughs> well, go on, Dust. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. better? Okay. What do you reckon, Dr. Okay. Deliri? Dr. Deliri, what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, damn it, mate. You're definitely. Is that, is, that the actual, is that the real thing again? What sort of this? Yeah, you've nailed it there, Dr. Yeah, Deliri. You've been Very impersonating close. Kookaburra as well yeah, before exactly. this call. You must have you got have your become, title from a PhD in bird mate. sounds, my friends. That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. It looks great. I. Please go and check it out online. The giant kookaburra. Uh, Rafat Deliri is the one that has tweeted it. Or you can just see it on the Channel 9 News. And now it was for the Townsville Cultural Festival, Dr Deliri. Is is that still the plan? The good thing is that when with the restrictions in place that possibly will continue, the carnival that we have is the, basically the best option to disperse the festival around town so people don't come to the festival. festival goes to them through the road carnival. Oh, and wow. have, you have to be in middle of August in Townsville to see the old drama. <laughs> yeah. And that's um, basically our substitute for a big gathering of 10,000 people. We actually go around and cover more than 10,000 by having a road carnival. Absolutely. Oh, well, that will be fantastic. Is it going to go from Brisbane to Townsville for that? Yeah, yeah, we'll meet all the uh, the local, sorry, all the coastal towns. They're also going ce- ce- organizing celebrations and activities as we pass by. And we also organize laughing workshops around it for people that they come around and do a laughter workshop. You're so actually laughing with it. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah. Well, right. that okay. You've I got ahead of the curve. Go. Yeah, all, I'll all go. I'm asking people that what next? And the people are asking me, I say, look, you, know, you guys come up with the idea. You just run your competition and see what is the next and I'll make that happen. <laughs> oh, would you like us to ask, ask our listeners to give you some ideas for your next sculpture? Go for it, mate. Go for it. It's good to see what people reckon should be up on the road again next time, mate. Oh, fantastic. That's All right, amazing. well, hit us up on our socials if you would like to do that. We'll pass that on to Dr. Deliri, and we cannot wait to see uh, what happens next year. We'll meet you back here the same time next year, uh, Dr. Deliri. And if you're on anywhere between Brisbane and Townsville, keep an eye out for a four-metre-tall kookaburra coming up the road. Uh, <laughs> <that is it. laughs> Thank you, Dr. Deliri. We'll catch you later. Catch you, mate. Cheers. Bye. All day breakfast. Hey, Matt. Yes, Alex. I was just wondering, right, um, do you reckon Vera Blue and the artist, you know, Aloe Black, the artist, Mm. do you reckon that if they made like a super duo together, they'd call themselves Black and Blue or Aloe Vera? (laughs) What do you reckon? (laughs) Listen, I was just sitting there thinking the other day. Anyway. I smell toast. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Yes, Matt O'Kine, it is a Friday coming into the weekend, the morning after the first live sport in a long time with the Rugby League hitting us last night. Restrictions easing after the weekend in Victoria. They're going to be opening up to like 20 people in a room. We're starting to uh, eke our way out of this corona chrysalis into uh, some sort of semblance of normality. But it was funny, I was talking to a friend the other day who I was like, oh, how's it going? Are you excited about opening up? And they're actually like, I'm a bit... I'm a bit nervous about, you know, mm. stepping outside what can be the certainty of quarantine and getting back out and socialising can be a, be a tricky thing. How, how are you feeling? 
I have been enjoying their sort of forced downtime. Um, I'll tell you who's not, who hasn't been enjoying it this whole period, head lice. I'm serious. I just read an article today. Head lice, <laughs> they can't spread at the moment. And so the, the, there's a doctor that, that thinks that we could get rid of head lice. For good. Forever. Are they, like, food chain biologically important? I don't know. <laughs> you get rid of head lice and suddenly, you know, the, suddenly we're walking around barren land. We can't. <laughs> just volcanoes just exploding and tidal waves hitting us. No, bring back the lice. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm just, everything's got their place. What but about what about um, pubic lice? <laughs> yeah, that you know what? I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll be start getting replaced by actual crabs. <laughs> you know, so instead of having lots of little crabs, you'll just have one big mud crab in your bits. <laughs> Look, I doubt that's happening. But um, <laughs> aside from mud crabs hanging around in your pubes, there is another issue that Madokai <laughs> has voiced concern about. Uh, like many people, uh, I love the podcast Shameless. Uh, Matt, you were a guest on the pod the other day talking about a whole gamut of things. There was heaps of stuff going on. But you've sort of mentioned another issue that you were a bit concerned about. Uh, and it had to, something to do with a guest that we've had on All Day Breakfast earlier on. And yeah. sometimes I forget that um, when I say things, literally everyone can hear them. So uh, you, you literally tried plug everyone to hear your stuff. And uh, this is, if you did miss it, uh, this is what Matt said on the podcast, Shameless. Where are you set the scene for the listeners? I'm currently in the radio studio that we record our daily podcast from, sitting in the same seat that Tom Tilly sits in every day to record his podcast, which I, you know, because I'm good friends with Tom Tilly, absolutely love the man, don't want to be sharing his germs at this current time. And I'm very, you know, I'm, what I'm finding in this, in this whole pandemic situation, it really is, it is like sexual partners. You know, you've got to choose your friends and you've, and it's, you've got to know, you know, I find myself not wanting to hang out with other people where I'm like, oh, but they, they hang out with heaps of other people. They've got lots of friends, which means that their chances of getting it are higher and, and I don't want to catch it from them. So I won't hang out with them this weekend. So it's a bit, you know, Tom's a really social guy. He's got lots of friends. So I'm, I'm like, oh, has he been He's too popular. And, <laughs> He's know, too popular for yeah. you to be sitting in his seat. I know. That's it, right? Matt, are you social shaming? <laughs> it's, look, I feel bad. It has gotten to that point a little bit, hasn't it? Well, someone else has heard what you've said. It oh. is none other than the host of the briefing himself, Mr. Tom Tilly. Tom, what do you think about those comments from O'Kine? Well, it's not just what I think about it, guys. It's what my lawyers think about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've, they've been going over it with a fine tooth comb. And, um, well, there's a lot of those spare now that there's no head lice, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's... It felt like defamation, yep. and um, my lawyers are telling me it, it could well be. So, <laughs> what? what? Because you've got lots of friends. Action. Well, that was a backhanded compliment, Matt. The real <laughs> message was that I am reckless and I'm endangering my <laughs> colleagues' lives. Goodness and, me! And and it's also in, inferring that I have COVID nineteen, which I don't. No. By the way. It was saying that you're such a cool and lovable dude who has so many people that like your company that. You what? could be a super spreader. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. That felt like you were digging yourself out of trouble. You'd already done the damage by then. And you, you tried to bring it back around. 
And, uh, um, the damage was done. Yeah, and I tell you what, what the anxiety is coming out. These we're starting to turn on each other in these dangerous times. But have you found mm-hmm. that Tom Tilly with uh, coming outs of lockdown uh, that uh, many people are feeling in a similar way to O'Kine? No, Matt's alone actually. <laughs> most, oh, come most, on, most people have handled this pandemic really well. I've, I've mm. been really surprised at um, I guess how Australians have really pulled together haven't been throwing each other under the bus but um yeah maybe <laughs> i guess it's been going for a few months now maybe it's sort of starting to fall apart be honest tom you you used to hold some like you know awesome parties i've loved seeing you out and about <laughs> places like splendor you know we talked about the ski fields last week are you going to change your way of socializing or are you kind of are you at the forefront of the restrictions as soon as they're up you're out of the gates well, I feel like I'm being trapped here to um, somehow uh, back up your case. But, but, of course, I'll be straight out there. Like, without breaking the rules, I'll be looking forward to socialising again. I'm not going to throw away my way of life straight away unless we need to. So, mm. And I think that's the thing that, are, that people are trying to uh, – the experts are trying to uh, – put on us is that we can go back to normal, but the consciousness of whether it's washing your hands, coughing into your elbow, like these little things that can make a big difference are uh, are something that we can incorporate, which we can do safely without hiding away in our own houses and not socializing with anyone. Yeah, that's right. So when you turn up to work and you sit in a studio in front of a microphone, you know, you, you make sure you've done all your due diligence. And, we got the um, spray. Clean your hands and <laughs> put, put, put the spray on. And just, let's just remember, it, it could easily go the other way and it'd be pretty pretty sad if that turned out to be the case. Oh, oh. I know, I know. I've been, oh, look, I've been scrubbing this place clean every, every time I leave. Tom, I want to look out for you. I love you. I never meant any harm. By what I'm saying, let's all let's all uh, hug from a distance <laughs> yep. together. And, and oh, and what have you got on the briefing at the moment? What's happening this week? <laughs> oh, let's talk about there that. We go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Look, Matt, I love you too. We all go too far sometimes, and I absolutely accept your apology. All Excellent, right. and we look forward to covering the case in the <laughs> Low Court of Australia, the Matt and Alex Sederman, later uh, next week. Uh, thank you very much, Tom. You're I really best, appreciate Tom. it. And uh, I have been enjoying listening to the briefing, so good work on that. All right, and likewise, all day breakfast. See you, boys. <laughs> Cheers, See mate. See you, mate. Bye. Get some sleep. <laughs> all day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Which brings us, Matt, to crunch time. This is it. I get nervous when these sort of things happen. My heart is racing because Sam from Mount Gambia is about to uh, to cop a smackdown here for lying to not only me, not only Matt, not only our producer Bron, who was kind enough to call him and ask him on the show, but to all of Australia and the world, including you. Uh, dear listener, because he told us a furphy, and what we're going to do now is call him up and tell him a furphy back. All right? Yeah, that's it. it. So let, let him learn that two can play at that game. All right? Just, just get get his uh, little balloon inflated and then pull out the safety pin. <laughs> pop, pop. So uh, what we're going to do now, he's on the line. I'm going to put him through the desk. We're going to change our voices to very happy and lovable battered Alex that everyone knows. And then... Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Okay, here we go. go. 
Yes, Matt O'Kine, as we come to our final show for the month of May, it is very exciting to announce a very big winner. It is the very first... Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast caller of the month. Yeah, that's right. We had so many great calls. Thank you for getting in touch with us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We loved hearing from you, but every now and then someone stands out and we absolutely loved the story from this week. It was regards to your lost and found uh, Alex Dyson. Um, we got a call up from young guy from Mount Gambia. He is, na- he is on the line right now. It is Sam from Mount Gambia who gave us this story. A while ago, it's for my sixth cents birthday, actually. My uh, Uncle Craig, obviously a bit of a last-minute present, he um, just wrote a little note on a $20 note for me and gave me that one. That's a classic Uncle Craig. And um, being 16, I was going to try and hold on to it, but obviously not real. Don't have a heap of cash to my name, so a couple of weeks went past and I spent it on something. <laughs> I, I, can <laughs> see, I can see that happening. Six years later. Just before a game of cricket, I was grabbing myself a footlong subway and, uh, yeah, got it in the change. It had the exact same note on it, I thought. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? down the track. Sam, six years? Paying for your sub with a 50, I would assume, there. Yeah, a bit of a big roller now. Oh, well, (laughs) duh, mate. So there you go. We were absolutely amazed, and so we're very happy to announce. I mean, he's already paying for his subs with a 50, but he's the new winner of $1,000, Sam, from Mount Gambia. G'day, boys. How we going? I can't believe it. Oh, mate, mate. well, believe it because it's uh, pretty exciting stuff. You had us in stitches with your uh, hilarious, (laughs) hilarious call. I mean, uh, uh, can you believe that this $20 has sort of turned into this? Yeah, now now I'm like a huge high roller. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, now, we have decided, I mean, usually it's a big novelty check, but we have decided to give you your $1,000 in $20 notes just in the hope <laughs> that one of these 20s can get back to you as well. What are you going to spend it on, my friend? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. There would definitely be a few footlongs somewhere that would have to buy the... Uh... Uncle Craig wanted to himself. Oh, well, have you told him? Has he had a listen? Has Uncle Craig had a listen to the show? Um, I haven't heard back from him. I sent it to my cousin, so his daughters, and I'm sure they would have played it to him, but I'm still waiting for a phone call from him. Oh, well, make sure he listens listens to this episode (laughs) as well because he'll be very, very proud of you, my friend. Yes, our caller of the month. First winner, Sam from Mount Gambia. What about you get to spread the love, give uh, give a bit of cash to your mates as well? Oh, I was thinking about it. Times are tough oh. at the moment, so they might get lucky. They might not. They'll have to wait and see. Any mates in mind that you might give it to? Uh, actually, there was one minute I was discussing with him. We were talking about if the podcast was actually recorded in the morning or if you've done the cheeky and um, just recorded the day before. And I told him when I got on, he was very excited. So I might have to give him a 20 as well. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Luke Ferguson. Really? What about your mate, <laughs> yeah. Zach, who joins us right now? Hello, Zach. G'day, what's going on? Yeah, oh, well, no. we've got what your mate Sam on, on the radio. Zach? Why don't you tell us? Oh, oh well, no. So, um, <laughs> two days ago, I got a message from Sam saying that he had posted this message to you boys saying this story. And um, it's actually a big hoax. He's just made the whole thing up. You've done me in, Zach. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to say for yourself, Sam? Oh, 
I'm guilty, sorry. I should have kept my mouth shut. Everyone was believing it. <laughs> yeah, Sam, yeah I, you're right. I'm sorry. You haven't won $1,000. You know what you have won? Right. Uh, the block list of something. <laughs> Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, crumb of the month. Congratulations, Sammy. You're yeah, our crumb of Sam. the month. The well first ever too. winner, a Hall of Famer. Goodness oh, me, that, no. that is going to be a stain on your <laughs> resume for years <laughs> to come. <laughs> boo! 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 Oh. boo. Sorry, boys. You're the turtle, mate. Pull your head in. I actually felt really bad after we recorded it and I was talking to you boys and I still had you going. I was thinking about that today. Oh, that was oh you felt bad did enough to accept bad? the money as well, mate, did you? Boo! Did you boo! That's funny because right. Zach's... Zach sent us a screenshot of your messages, mate. You don't seem to sound like you feel bad. Uh, check this one out. As if they believed that $20 note. Ha, ha, ha. Can see where I've rubbed the permanent marker. Sorry, brother. Yeah. We've got eyes everywhere. You are our crumb of the month. I'm taking you off. Boo, boo, boo. And instead, Zach will be getting a good, good prize from All Day Breakfast for his loyalty to the cause. So uh, let that be a lesson to Sam from Mount Gambia <laughs> and a lesson to anyone who thinks of crossing Matt and Alex again because we'll get you with a crumb of the month. We'll kick you off the breakfast table. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining the show today. Uh, oh, that is the end of our first month on air. Uh, we'll see you in June. Hope you have a good weekend. Uh, stay safe out there and uh, don't accept any wooden coins as my father would say as well. Jeez, I've used a few sayings for him today. Anyway, uh, that's, been, <laughs> that's been us. It's been the show. We'll catch you on Monday. <laughs>